Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me a born and raised atheist all about the Bible. <sighs> so, Jason Dedeker, how are we doing today? <laughs> my goodness. Okay, well, I was having a great time earlier this week because Jace and I went out camping for my birthday, and we had just a lovely three days. There were chickens. In the woods, there were chickens. It was very it was cute. wonderful. We had campfires. It was super cozy. It was great. And then I came back, and I don't know if y'all have noticed, but real life kind of sucks right now. And mm, that's I been wish 2020. I in the woods. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I wish I'd stayed in the woods. Things are looking pretty biblical out my door. Yeah. yeah, in in I uh, where you're you all are in Washington, so Washington, like Oregon, West and Coast. California. The whole yeah. West Coast is on fire. Yeah. Like I have family and friends in places that are on fire, and it's it's rough. Yeah, yeah. All no, that for to sure. say is that that I'm really enjoying drinking at the moment. Yeah, I, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> since much earlier today, I was like, I cannot wait till the part of the day where I get to drink and read the Bible, because holy moly, I need it. Likewise, yeah, Los Angeles uh, is like in the sepia tone right now. Um, it's kind of pink outside, and it smells like a campfire, and it's pretty rough. So, yeah, everyone stay stay inside and have some sort of ventilation machine near you, for sure. Stay safe, say a prayer, mm-hmm. light a candle, burn some incense, squeeze a crystal, whatever yeah. you can do, just to put some good vibes out there. Absolutely. So, uh, with all of that, what did we get into last week? I'm trying to remember, as well, always. I'll I'll give you a hint. There was the, the a queen, a particular queen. Yes, the Sheba. The, the she- oh, the Sheba the Inu. She- yes. I didn't I didn't realize that until just now. <laughs> the queen of Sheba Inus. Yes. Um, yeah, made an appearance, a very brief appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked more about that in the bonus episode that she has appeared all over the place and in so many different things and in different kind of non-biblical works, but also religious works of other religions and other places. Yeah, I actually... Which is very cool. I do have to highly recommend to our listeners that you check out the bonus episode that for those of you in the live show, it comes out tomorrow. And for those... Uh, listening to this once it's come out it's already out but go listen to the bonus episode for 119 Uh, emily told us some amazing stories about the queen of sheba in other traditions and it's just wild so definitely go check that out yeah for sure um and also our beloved not samuel solomon that's the guy that's the one he is no longer with us he's gone yeah goodbye he's too briefly yeah do you remember why well, do you remember why Yahweh was not happy with Solomon at the end? Because he has slept with slash married a lot of people. And those by people, I mean women. Maybe he's slept with a lot of men. I don't know. I Yeah, right. by all means, but, but enjoy was, yourself. But that but wasn't quite they, the reason. Yeah, it, it was because they uh, were pulling him away from Yahweh. 
and that was no good. Nobody liked that. God yeah. didn't like that at all. Yeah, no, he yeah. built temples to all sorts of other gods, including yeah, uh, Malcolm more in calves. the Middle. Uh, yes, more Malcolm calves. in the Middle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Astaroth, of course, Beyonce made an appearance. It was great. Oh, for sure. She yeah. always has to make an appearance. Yeah. yeah. But God didn't like any of that. Not no. even a little bit. So, no. yeah. And, and now we're with Solomon's son, Jerob- Jeroboam, correct? There was a Jeroboam oh, okay. and a Rehoboam, and I, I forget who is Yeah, who. Oh, which yeah. one was which? Oh, I think it's Jeroboam. He's the one who's actually... Right. So Cherry Bomb, Cherry Bomb is Solomon's son, we're saying, and then Rehoboam or Rehoboam or however we decided I, to say it. They call it Rehoboam in Westworld. Westworld. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll go with that then. I Somebody think... just said in the other way around. <laughs> ah, crap. Okay. So <sighs> Jeroboam. Dang it. Re- shoot. Which one's which, though? It's yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Rehoboam is Solomon's son. I see, and Jeroboam yes, is the ruling. AI. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gosh, well, this is confusing. Technically, Wait, no. Rehoboam is oh, the AI, shoot. but yes, it's fine. Okay. You know what? We'll find out more about it today, I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Got well, it. Well, but it's... Uh, okay. All right. All right. No, That's I've, fine. No, I've, That's unless fine. you want to recap, Dunder. No, 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 no. I don't want to recap anything. <laughs> I want to talk about drinks. I'm drinking oh, cool. a lovely <laughs> blended margarita that I also oh. mix a little bit of Cointreau into, and that's quite nice because the people on the bottle of margarita mix told me so <laughs> oh there you go nice uh-huh. jace what are you drinking oh i'm so i'm trying something new i don't know i'm trying some so again this bubbly sparkling water that's grapefruit flavored but i've mixed it with some just basic clear sake uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. and it's okay it's yeah. fine it's not yeah, terribly interesting that. no it's not I, bad I it's just it. a little boring Probably Bubbly with sake? Not with hot sake, no. But but no, like, but yeah, I mean, there's lots of like sake spritzer type cocktails yeah. out there, sort of like a wine spritzer, same sort of idea. This is kind of like that. So it's like a little carbonation, a little bit of flavoring, but mostly sake for the alcohol. I don't know. It's just it's just a little boring, to be honest. Yeah. Well, Dedeker, I I jumped on your margarita train. I made myself here. I'll show the camera. Sorry, my camera's up high today. Wow. Okay, there it is. There, everyone. Okay, uh, this is a ginger and jalapeno margarita, um, which I affectionately named uh, California is on fire, and so is this margarita. Um, That's good. That's good. That's yeah. a good it's name. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So it's just a lemon juice um, with a little bit of agave, and then I muddled ginger and jalapeno in mm. with contro also, mm. and. Um, some nice tequila that we bought and then I rimmed it with salt and red pepper flakes because why not I'm feeling spicy today you know what though when you said that I realized I didn't put tequila in my margarita I put rum instead I was I'm I don't know if that's a margarita yet I'm I'm seriously a mess today I it's fine I'm exhausted too (sighs) what to do I keep waking up at 4 a.m like the last five days in a row and I cannot get back to sleep so Somebody help God well, if you're listening, <laughs> do something about this. What would no, Solomon say? He'd say to he cut would probably you in say, half. like, I am so <laughs> so wise <laughs> and my wisdom should just seep into you and you should be able to sleep better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll try okay. that then. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what I can do. 
Maybe All it's right. just even more drinking. Like you need to put yourself in a little bit mm. of a stupor. Or maybe at 4 a.m. you need to start drinking. I don't think to I'm going to do that because I have to go to work tomorrow and that's probably going to be a problem. Uh, I can't yeah. like remember people's orders and try to run around by myself for six hours if and you're... also drink at 4 a.m. Probably not a good idea. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll keep workshopping it. We'll come up with something for sure. I appreciate that. Thank you for your help and your consideration. <laughs> All right. And with that, what are we reading today? Yeah. So today we're continuing on with these new kings, some of whom may be AIs, maybe not, in First Kings chapters 13 through 15. You can read along with us at drunkbiblestudy.com slash read. As we get started, we want to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, 1 Kings 13. All right, behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by the word of Yahweh to Bethel, and Jeroboam was standing by the altar to burn incense. He so cried, Jeroboam, not Jehoboam. Were you saying Jehoboam? No, it was or were Rehoboam, you... Rehoboam okay. and Jeroboam. It's okay, cool. We got very it. clear, Emily. And Incredibly Jero- as mud. Jeroboam is the one who's not Solomon's son. He yes. was like a, a grandson or he was some other... Is he a cousin? A cousin who's he was something. Some other, some other boy who usurped okay. most of the kingdom. Got it. Okay. Great. Yes. Okay. He cried against the altar by the word of Yahweh and said, altar, altar, thus says Yahweh. Is this Behold, like a, What? Is this like a mirror, mirror on the wall kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> altar, altar, on the wall. Altar, the altar, on the boy? floor. Okay. No, but, but I need to set up that... There's two people in this scene. There's Jeroboam, who's at the altar, and then a man of God who showed up. And I think the man oh. of God is prophesying. He's not a named man of God. I see. But okay. I think he's the one doing the mirror, mirror on the wall okay. situation. Okay. Got it. Okay. So altar, altar. Thus says Yahweh, behold, a son shall be born to the house of David, Josiah by name. And on you shall he sacrifice the priests of the high places who burn incense on you, and men's bones shall they burn on you. Gosh, on, huh? all this stuff <laughs> happening on him. That's painful. <laughs> Burning bones yeah. on him? That's Okay, I don't understand what's happening. Rough. He gave a sign the same day, saying, this is the sign which Yahweh has spoken. Behold. I saw the sign. I saw the sign. And it opened, and it up, opened my up my eyes. eyes. Okay, <laughs> I saw the good. sign. <laughs> And I'm happy now living without you. I don't need you, Jeroboam. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> the altar shall be torn, and the ashes that are on it shall be poured out. It happened when the king heard the saying of the man of God, which he cried against the altar in Bethel, that Jeroboam put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him. His hand, which he put forth against him, dried up so that he could not draw it back again to him. Like uh, like in Interview with the Vampire when they turned into dried things and then they blow away? Something like Maybe that. Like it that, turns to yeah. ash. Yeah. The altar was also torn and the ashes poured out from the altar according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of Yahweh. Jace, I need help with the message yeah. of, of what's yeah, happening Yeah, I don't know what's here. happening, but I do find it 
a little ironic that they're talking about Ash and like Ash is outside. Like, really? And we're reading about this right now? Well, oh, you yeah, kind of inserted yeah. the ash part. No, it says it just, ashes. Oh, and the ashes oh, yes, poured the ashes out from the, the altar. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I was still stuck on his dried up hand. Well. Okay. Okay. So here's here's what the message has to say. So, right. So this, this man of God says, altar, altar, on the wall, God's message, and says the thing that a son will be born into David's family named Josiah. The priests from the shrines who are making offerings on you, he will sacrifice... On you. <laughs> so nothing, not much has changed doesn't in that make translation. <laughs> it's like in Soviet Russia, offerings offer you. Uh, human bones burned on you. At the same time, Ew. he announced a sign. This is the proof God gives. The altar will split into pieces and the holy offering spill into the dirt. When the king heard the message, the holy man preached against the altar at Bethel. He reached out to grab him, yelling, arrest him. But his arm oh. was paralyzed and hung useless. At the Gosh. same time, the altar broke apart and the holy offerings all spilled into the dirt. The very sign the holy man had announced. Oh. Okay, this so this nuts. holy man was trying to say, we're going to make you into the altar. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. in Soviet Russia. Uh, altar uh-huh. sacrifice altar. you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like this. Okay. 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 The king answered the man of God, entreat now the favor of Yahweh your God and pray for me that my hand may be restored me again. Mm. The man of God entreated Yahweh and the king's hand was restored to him again and became oh. as it was before. What? That was that anticlimactic. Was, yeah. yeah was why would you, like why do you even do it then? <laughs> The king said to the man of God, come home with me and refresh yourself and I will give you a reward. The man of God said to the king, if you will give me half your house, I will not go in with you. Neither will I eat bread nor drink water in this place. For so it was charged me by the word of Yahweh saying, you shall eat no bread nor drink water, neither return by the way that you came. So he went another way and didn't return by the way that he came to Bethel. Okay. Wow. What was that story? I don't know. It, does anyone in the chat know what that story was? Well, like, the important is that piece of information is that somebody prophesied somebody being born to the house of David, Josiah. Right. Okay. I'm willing to bet that's that this, it. I'm willing to bet that this is implying this person who was born in the house of David is probably going to overthrow you. You know, this feels like a very Greek oracle style situation that shows up in a lot of fairy tales of kind of foretelling the doom of you. Yeah, cool. but definitely seems to be foretelling his doom, for sure. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. okay. Now, new story. There lived an old prophet in Bethel, and one of his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel, the words which he had spoken to the king, them also they told to their father. Their father said to them, which way did he go? Now his sons had seen which way the man of God went, who came from Judah. He said to his sons, Saddle me the donkey. So they <laughs> Don't saddled. They, they have like 75 million horses. <laughs> Why are they riding donkeys? Because the horses belong to the king, not to the lowly prophets. Yeah, I this see. is just a random okay. prophet out in out I guess in the you boonies. can ride donkeys, but I doubt that they like, I don't know. I'm, my mom's going to get angry, but do, do, they, donkeys, do they, can they gallop? Can they gallop like a, a horse could? Yeah, I know. You ride them down the Grand Canyon, but... <laughs> okay, yeah. But I don't know if they, like, gallop and are... They're probably not as quick as horses, I'm assuming. No, I... They mostly trot. Thank you, Mom. Okay. okay. He said Great. to his son, saddle me the donkey. So they saddled him the donkey, and he rode thereon. He went after the man of God and found him sitting under an oak. And he said to him, 
Are you the man of God who came from Judah? He said, I am. Then he said to him, Come home with me and eat bread. He said, I may not return with you, nor go in with you, neither will I eat bread nor drink water with you in this place. For it was said to me by the word of Yahweh, You shall eat no bread, nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way that you came. Okay, got a drink for repetition. Okay. Yeah, but I like this is like good good repetition though. Like this feels like a fairy tale sort of. It's like he's gonna say the same thing over and over. I also like that we're just having this random vignette that's all about this holy man and actually not about Jeroboam much at all. Which is kinda cool. yeah. Yeah, okay. Are we going to, is he, does he have a name or is he no just one like has a name. the holy man? <laughs> Nobody no. has been named. It is yeah. the prophet and the holy man so far. He said to him, I think this is the prophet saying to the holy man, I also am a prophet as you are. And an angel spoke to me by the word of Yahweh saying, bring him back with you into your house that he may eat bread and drink water. Oh, right. Cause this guy was, a, he is also a prophet. I thought, is he just lying? So now, okay. Yeah. He is a prophet. <laughs> well, hold on. Okay. But he lied to him. Oh, shoot. He called it, Jace. Why? Whoa. Why is he lying? I don't know. Maybe because he's he's afraid of this kind of prophet, this like prophet, um, what, competitor? Yeah. He's trying is to corner the market. He doesn't really have much of a direct line to Yahweh, but he heard mm. that this guy really does. And so he's trying to... I don't know, steal some of his cool prophecies and rebrand them as his own Wait, or something. who's the other prophet? Who's the fa- the false prophet? Just, just a prophet. The, the guy we who wrote his donkey. The guy yeah, who wrote his donkey. Writer. And then who's the other guy? The guy who prophesied to Jeroboam about... Okay, so there's prophet A and prophet 1. Prophet no, no, no. A... No, we need to say prophet <laughs> and holy man. We need to stick with that. That's what we established. Oh, I see, because one's start... a prophet and one's a holy man. That's just how I'm doing it, just for the sake of clarity. Anyway, one of them's a liar. So one the, of them's the a prophet filthy liar. Here, I just wanted to so, know which one. <laughs> so the prophet, the prophet here is a liar. Okay. Yes. Will it help if we just very quickly cast them? And I'm saying that this, the liar, the prophet guy, is going to be played by either Brooks or Dunn from Brooks and Dunn, the country duo, uh, because he's going to say, you know, I you saddled know up my this. horse and I rode into the city. Anyway, sure. don't even worry yeah, about it. Uh, Chase used to be in like a band. A, did you used to be in a Brooks and Dunn cover band? No, no. I was in several different country cover bands, though. So, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I thought. Okay. We actually did not do that song. Oh, well, but you know it. Yeah, I mean, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. That's a pretty popular one. So. Oh, okay. All right. I know that. Yeah. Too. Okay. So, yeah. so the liar is... <laughs> Is someone dressed like they're going to go to a country cover band concert and on his donkey, but he's man... trying to swindle the the real holy man? Yeah. And who's the holy man played by? Done. No, <laughs> no, no, no. No, Emily. <laughs> we need to keep this clear. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Jace as the um, cover band for <laughs> the country, no, and no, then Jace no, is the cover no, band for no, uh, no. when he was no. staying. Oh my gosh. Yes, Sting in a cover band. Okay, the real okay, Holy Sting, Man. Sting the... can play the other one. Oh, I like Sting too. I was going to say Lil Nas, uh, which someone said the Old Town oh, Road guy, oh, which yeah, is yeah, Lil yeah. Nas. Okay. Right, okay, so, so the one, one guy's is... like, I'll saddle up my horse and I'll ride into the city. And then the real Holy Man is like, I'm going to ride my horse to the Old, old Town, Town Road. road. Yeah, okay. Ride till I can. Totally clear. More. I love okay. it. Okay. Yeah, great. I still have no idea, but keep going. But he lied to him. <laughs> 
So he went back with him and ate bread in his house and drank water. Oh. It happened as they sat uh at the table that the word of Yahweh came to the prophet who brought him back. So to the Brooks and Dunn prophet. Okay. And he cried to the man of God who came from Judah saying, Thus says Yahweh, because you have been disobedient to the mouth of Yahweh and have not kept the commandment which Yahweh your God commanded you, but came back and have eaten bread and drunk water in the place of which he said to you, eat no bread and drink no water, your body shall not come to the tomb of your fathers. Where's he going to go? It happened after he had eaten bread and after he had drunk that he saddled for him the donkey to wit for the prophet whom he had brought back. When he was gone, a lion met him by the way and killed him. Oh, there it went. Oh. And his body was cast in the way, and the donkey stood by it. The lion also stood by the body. <laughs> what is They both are looking. What the lion going? and the donkey. What? What? The donkey's like, whoa, bro. And the lion's like, yeah, I know, right? Someone in the, <laughs> chat, awesome? someone in the chat early on asked, is this a dream sequence? And I'm just, I, yes, yeah. this is turning into a be. dream sequence. <laughs> wow okay okay cool so the the donkey and the lion are standing there like dude did you see that he's like yeah i I did that wow (laughs) wow i I didn't know i had it in me yeah cool (laughs) behold men passed by and saw the body cast in the way and the lion standing by the body and they came and told it in the city where the old prophet lived when the prophet who brought him back from the way heard it he said it is the man of God who was disobedient to the mouth of Yahweh. Therefore, Yahweh mm. has delivered him to the lion, which has torn him and slain him, according to the word of Yahweh, which he spoke to him. He spoke to his son, saying, Saddle, Saddle me the donkey. up my horse, and I'll ride into the city. Okay. Yeah. It. He went and found his body cast in the way, and the donkey and the lion standing by the body. <laughs> They're still there. These two animals just like hanging. <laughs> the, li- the lion had not eaten the body nor torn the donkey. Okay, so that is They're weird. They're friends now. Yeah, the yeah. lion killed this man but did not eat him. Right. And also is just hanging out with this donkey. And this rotting corpse. <laughs> Ugh, the prophet took up the body of the man of God and laid it on the donkey and brought it back. It's and like he we're came- leaving donkey. And he came to the city of the old prophet to mourn and to bury him. I don't get it. What? I don't understand. Is he, this like, an lied. allegory for something? Did I mean, he yes. lie to entrap him so that Yahweh yeah. would kill him? But now he's sad and mourning him. Like what? But is then the also point? it's like, but it was totally his fault. He's the one that disobeyed, yes. not me. Okay. It it lay. He laid his body in his own grave, and they mourned over him, saying, "Alas, my brother." It happened after he had buried him. <laughs> Sorry, can I just real quick? The message the manages message. to just totally ruin this. It says, he placed the body in his own tomb. The people mourned, saying, a sad day, brother. <laughs> sad day, brother. <laughs> no, come on. Someone just died, and it was his fault. Sad day. It sad happened day. after he had buried him that he spoke to his son, saying, when I am dead, then, then bury me in the tomb in which the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the saying which he cried by the word of Yahweh oh. against the altar in Bethel and against all the houses of the high places where it are in the cities of Samaria shall surely happen. What? After nope. this thing, wait, Jeroboam... Sorry, wait, hold on, hold on. Before I, I we go know. back to Jeroboam, I need, to, I need some closure on this. What was the old saying? Or what did he say? What happened? Your For bones the... are going to lay next to mine. He... 
He wants what does to the be message say? <laughs> okay, he wants he... to be buried alongside... <laughs> in the same spot that he buried this guy that he kind of entrapped to his death. Uh-huh. Right. And the message says, the message that he preached by God's command against the altar at Bethel and against all the sex and religion shrines in the town of Samaria will come true. Uh, where did sex that come from? Both sex Emily and, and Dedeker have thrown their hands in the air at that. <laughs> what is I happening? Feel like I'm high. Yeah, I mean, it's probably all the smoke that we're breathing in. That's got to be it. This this story. Okay. When we come back and read this later, it'll all make sense once the smoke's not in the air. Yeah. That's that There's has to be two... what it is. Because like we read the verses. Bible over like multiple times. We don't. Just two more verses. Let me get through these. Put a button on it okay. and okay. Okay. see what happens. After this thing, Jeroboam, who is still in the story, apparently, <laughs> didn't return from his evil way, but made again from among all the people priests of the high places. Whoever would, he consecrated him that there might be priests of the high places. Mm. So he's just like, you're a priest now and you're a priest. Yeah, now. And he doesn't care if they're Levites. We established that okay. last time. Yeah. Okay. This thing became a sin to the house of Jeroboam, even to cut it off and to destroy it from off the surface of the earth. Whoa. <sighs> That's the end of the chapter. Whoa. I feel like, okay. A lot I'm just, just going to write down this entire chapter in our notes for what to look up in the bonus because <laughs> I need help. First Kings 13. Yes, yeah. I need help. That was bonkers. That was bonkers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I don't know what just I, happened, but yeah. it was something all right. It was, it, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, I mean, eventful. I did, I did enjoy it. It, it, you know, had a lot of good imagery in it. Good, but good even the characters. message. Yeah, the message couldn't really help us understand and decipher it more, which yeah, surprised that's the surprising. Me. Yeah, that's the surprising thing is even yeah. they, even they couldn't couldn't find a way to pull all these threads together in a way that made sense. Yeah. Even they were like, I don't know, we're just going to try to translate this as best we can. <laughs> yeah. This donkey and this lion, though, I like that image. It's just still in my head of just hanging out. And yeah. this man didn't have any trouble retrieving this corpse from this lion. Can we no. just really quick for this little scene have as cameos for the lion and the donkey? Clearly, the donkey's going to have to be Eddie Murphy. Uh, and I was thinking the lion, uh, James Earl Jones. Oh, I like that. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Right? So you're just like, it's Mufasa and and donkey. And donkey. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what we needed in this story was just a little sprinkling of children's movies to really be the, the icing on the cake. Right. Yeah. Well, and yeah. also in this otherwise like pretty dark thing, right? I mean, First Kings has been a fairly dark section of the movie there's just going to be this one random scene where suddenly eddie murphy's donkey starts talking to the lion and it's like whoa like what happened and the lion's like yes i know it, right and it's like this great scene it'll be great everyone will crack up because they need some relief after just yeah, the weirdness need... that just happened definitely yeah okay um i guess i'll go on and we'll see what happens so now we're on to Kings 14, 1 Kings 14. Here we go. At that time, Abijah, the son of Jeroboam, Jeroboam, what do we say? Jeroboam? I've, I've been saying Jeroboam. Okay, Jeroboam fell sick. Oh, no. Jeroboam said to his wife, please get up and disguise yourself because that's going to help 
his illness a ton. Um, please get up and disguise yourself. Here's some you... Groucho Marx glasses. Quick. Uh, that you not be known to be the wife of Jeroboam and get you to Shiloh. I don't know what Shiloh is. Behold, there is Ahijah, the prophet, who spoke concerning me that I should be king over this people. What? Why does he care about any of this while his son is sick? Is, yeah, you're right. This is weird. Does he think it's he's going to get caught somehow because of it? Caught? What does like, he think that this is Yahweh's in punishment? May, oh, oh, maybe, maybe Yahweh's punishment. Yeah, that makes sense. But why does the wife need to dress up in a disguise? Really, so people don't recognize her. She's not a target. A target, yeah. Yeah, people might okay. try to kill her or something. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, let's see. So, yeah, concerning, and I should be king over this people, take with you ten loaves and cakes and a jar of honey and go to him. He will tell you what shall become of the child. Okay, the prophet. Oh, I see. So he's sending her because he can't disguise himself because he's too famous, but she might be able to disguise. She like took some acting classes. And so he's like, I think he'll do better at this than I will. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you're better at improv than I am. So, like, you could just, like, come up with something on the fly. Yeah. So put on a disguise yeah. and go and be your awesome self. Mm-hmm. Jeroboam's wife did so and arose and went to Shiloh and came to the house of Ahijah. Now, Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were set by reason of his age. So he had some cataracts up in there. Yeah. Yahweh said to Ahijah, Behold, the wife of Jeroboam comes to inquire of you concerning her son, for he is sick. Thus and thus shall you tell her, for it will be when she comes in that she will feign herself to be another woman. Oh, wait, Yahweh's saying this to him. Yes. Yeah, he's predicting this. Cool, cool. Okay. Well, Yahweh is like telling him. He's not predicting. He's like, I know everything, so I'm telling you what's happening yeah. at this moment. Yeah, I meant that Ahijah was predicting it via Yahweh. Yeah, you, you got it. Just go on. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> it was so when Ahijah heard the sound of her feet as she came in at the door that he said, come in, you wife of Jeroboam. Why feign mm. you yourself to be another? And she's like, damn it. <laughs> but I had this I whole really speech to, like, prepared. <laughs> Yeah, I had a big monologue, and I was going to give it to you. I worked on my character walk. Maybe exactly. that's what gave it away, my little pitter-patter of my feet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Come in, you wife of Jeroboam. Why feign you yourself to be another? For I am sent to you with heavy news. Go, tell Jeroboam, thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, because I exalted you from among the people and made you prince over my people Israel and tore the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to you. And yet you have not been as my servant David, who kept my commandments and who followed me with all his heart to do that only, which was right in my eyes. Gosh, just, she really loves David. I know. Yahweh is just constantly disappointed that everyone's not like David. <laughs> That's yeah. really the recurring even theme. Even yeah. though, wasn't he constantly complaining even when David was around? Yes, yeah. he's constantly <laughs> complaining all the time. Right, but like he's lately... like, it's, all of you suck. Yeah, he's like, but now that David's gone, it's like, Solomon, I wish you were more like David. Jeroboam, I wish you were more like David. Yeah. yeah. David is his favorite, I guess. <laughs> uh, okay, so, but... 
have done so to do that only which was right in my eyes but have done evil above all who were before you and have gone and made you you other gods and molten images to provoke me to anger and have cast me behind your back therefore behold i will bring evil on the house of Jero- jeroboam and will cut off from jeroboam every man child him who is shut up and him who is left at large in israel left shut up. at large Shut As up. In the- <laughs> He's at large. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and we'll utterly sweep away all the house of Jeroboam as a man sweeps away dung until it all be gone. Whoa. What? Sweep? Do you do like sweep rake it dung? Up? Do you? I do thought you, you got sweep? the pooper scooper out. Or maybe you well, got some Well, it depends on bags. what kind of dung. If it's donkey or horse dung. Oh, can you, you have to that? You have to shovel it. Right. With like a pitchfork. Right. right? Or no. I guess. I don't know. I think know. just a normal shovel, right? I think like you a shovel, shovel, like a big old yeah. shovel, and you put it in a wheelbarrow. Okay. And then you like... What kind of poop could you actually... <laughs> you know what? When I had pet rats, you could you could broom you could broom up their poop. You could sweep it. I mean, Freddie, well, yeah, Freddie's poop, pellets. When, poop, when he pellets, would poop on the yeah. patio, I would just sweep that off. That, that would yeah. work. Yeah. That's okay. true. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad that we clarified this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Him who dies of Jeroboam in the city shall the dogs eat. And him who dies in the field shall the birds of the sky eat. For Yahweh has spoken it. But not lions. Lions are cool. No, the lions don't want anything to do with them. They're like, this meat is not even good enough for me. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Arise you, therefore, and get you to your house. And when your feet shall enter the city, the the child shall die. Oof. Well, well her, what if he's like, okay, I'm not going to go back then. Yeah. Because I'm not going to, yeah, like, I don't want to, like, kill this kid. Jeez. She's like, I'll just hang out in your house then. Yeah. yeah. Can I stay Surprise, here? new roommate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All Israel shall mourn for him and bury him, for he, for he only of Jeroboam shall come to the grave, because in him there is found some good thing toward Yahweh, the God of Israel, in the house of Jeroboam. Moreover, Yahweh will raise him up a king over Israel who shall cut off the house of Jeroboam that day. But what? Even now. Sorry, did, okay. but, but, but what? Even now? Is that, that's what you just read so that? The house of Jeroboam that day, colon, but what? Question mark. <laughs> even now. What? Really? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> verse 14. It's like I say, what? But what? <laughs> even now. <laughs> Uh, wow. It's verse fourteen. What is what is uh, the the message there? Well, I'm actually going to go back to to thirteen here, talking about the boy dying and saying everyone's going to come to his funeral. It said okay. he is the only one in Jeroboam's family who will get a decent burial. He's the only Whoa. one for whom God, the God of Israel, has a good word to say. We got it. And then fourteen <laughs> we know is who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Then God will appoint a king over Israel who will wipe out Jeroboam's family. Wipe them right off the map. Doomsday for Jeroboam. Whoa. (laughs) But what? But what? (laughs) Wow. Okay. We're we're not done. No, not even close. Yeah. For like 20 seconds, we've had a rain by someone not from the house of David. Yeah, like, I don't know anything about Jeroboam. Nothing. Well, you don't have to know anything else other than the fact that he's going to get killed for sure, Yeah, and then all of his people except for this boy. 
Mm-hmm. No, this gonna... boy's gonna die. Also, yeah, but I mean, but... like all of the people that are gonna die after him are gonna like get not buried. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna yeah, be messy. The dogs and the birds and stuff. Yeah, yeah, are gonna, gonna eat rough. him. Yum. They're gonna have a great time because they're gonna have food for days. Okay. For Yahweh will strike Israel as a reed is shaken in the water, and he will root up Israel out of the good land, which he gave to their fathers, and will scatter them beyond the river, because they have made their Asherim. What's an Asherim again? That was the the Beyonce. That's Beyonce. Oh, okay. The idols of Beyonce. Yeah. Okay. They have made their Asherim, provoking Yahweh to anger, because he Mm -hmm. hates his ex. Ugh. Still has he's still not over it. Yeah. No. He, I just I just really oh. love Beyonce's sticking power. The fact that she hasn't gone away. Yeah. She's, she's like, all nah, over bitch. this. <laughs> yeah. She keeps coming she's back. All over this. Yeah. It's great. He will give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam, which he has sinned, and with which he has made Israel to sin. Jeroboam's wife arose and departed, and she was like, Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> and came to Tizra. And as she came to the threshold of the house, the child died. Well, why oh. did she do that? I mean, where else is she going to go? You well, know? call his bluff and be like, okay, I'm going to be a nomad forever so that he doesn't yeah, die. I've, de- I've developed a wonderful disguise. My, yeah, gra- my ground already... level one is really serving me now. Seriously. And I'm make a new life. I already have my backstory under my belt. So I just <laughs> need to like... Just add to it and create a new life for myself, and then my son will be fine. Whatever. All Israel buried him and mourned for him according to the word of Yahweh, which he spoke by the, his servant Ahijah the prophet. The rest of the acts of Jeroboam? Jeroboam? How, <laughs> Jerry. Just call him Jerry. Jerry <laughs> the yeah. rest of the acts of Jerry Barry? How he warred and <laughs> how he reigned? Behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the King of Israel. We'll get to that, everyone. Oh, oh, Just, you right. yeah. okay. Just, Just you wait. Okay. Just you wait. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The days which Jerry Barry reigned... <laughs> This margarita is having a time. <laughs> We're two in 20 years. So 22, 22 years. years. <laughs> and he slept with his fathers. Sorry, I thought that they were going to be like, and he slept with many women. <laughs> <laughs> and Nadab, his son, reigned in his place. Nadab. Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, reigned in Judah. Rehoboam was 41 years old when he began to reign And he reigned 17 years in Jerusalem, the city which Yahweh had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. And his mother's name was Nama the Ammonitess. The Ammonitess. Judah did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh. Judah? Oh, the whole Judah. All of Judah. Uh, And they provoked him to jealousy with their sins which they committed above all that their fathers had done. For they also built them in high places and pillars and asherim on every high hill and under every green tree. That's a lot of Beyonce. That's many, many Beyonce. The message says... Beyonce, I like that. The message says, they set new records in sin, surpassing anything (laughs) their ancestors had done. I love that. Broke all the records for sinning. Wow, and Beyonce is everywhere. Yeah, Ev- just posters on every single inch of every wall in town. No Definitely. one can get single ladies out of their head. Yeah, yeah they loved it. 
And there were also sodomites in the land. Oh, mm. cool. sodomites. Yeah, Didn't sodomites. we get rid of all of them yeah. in Genesis? No Didn't way. we wipe them clean off the map? No. Are we meaning sodomites like people who commit sodomy? That's what I think. I think that's mean. what he's getting at, yeah. They're enjoying oh. themselves too much. Oh, this is what happens when you let people worship Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the message says worse. Just committing acts of sodomy all over the place. Yes. <laughs> they had male sacred prostitutes polluting the country outrageously. Ooh, sign me up. Yeah. Wow. Male <laughs> sacred prostitutes. Sacred prostitutes, yeah. Cool. Sacred prostitution is, is, is a thing, has been a thing historically, like having temple prostitutes and things like that. Right, oh, but I, I guess I here it's know. like that they're male, I guess is more rare, so... Yeah. So they're, everyone's freaking out. It's, it's an outrage. I, it's an outrage. Sounds like a dream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there were sodomites in the land. They did according to all the abominations of the nations, which Yahweh drove out. <laughs> the, the abominations, abominations of, the of the nations. That's really good. Yeah. What is that? Is that which, a band name or is that like an album name? or a... <laughs> I feel like it's an album name. Or is Abomination it, oh, of the nation. What if it's Beyonce's tour? So Astaroth's oh, tour. That's what it is. Great. That's yeah. what it is. This is like <laughs> a sequel to Homecoming. Really good. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's really good. Okay. The abominations of the nations which Yahweh drove out before the children of Israel. It happened in the fifth year of King Rehoboam that Shishak, Shishak, king of <laughs> Egypt, came up against Jerusalem. And he took away the treasures of the house of Yahweh and the treasures of all the king's house. Mm. He even took it all away. And he took away all the shields of gold, which Solomon had made. What? Not the shields? The commemorative (laughs) shields from last episode. No. No. (laughs) That's why we spent so much time on them. Yeah. Yeah. It was going to come back. I'm sorry to hear that. Did he take, do you think he took the Ark of the Covenant? Oh. I feel like that would have gone bad for him. I think he's smart enough to know, like, yeah, to leave that one behind. That. Wait, or at least this? to not touch it. Is this is the Pharaoh. The Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Oh, yeah. Shishak, king Shishak, of Egypt. Yeah. Is that his name? What is Shishak? I think it's his name. Sounds like a yeah. name. Yeah. Does it sound like a name, Dedeker? <laughs> In this do, book, do any yes. of these names sound like names? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brady in the chat is asking, what about the 12 bulls facing outwards? I think that they probably were probably taken. Too. Probably yeah. too heavy to move, though. That's uh, but the, the little he mini bucklers. There were a lot of people. Mm, yeah, the bucklers yeah. were not even that heavy. We They were like seven pounds each. Is that right? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. King Rehoboam, wait, yeah. King Rehoboam made in their place shields of brass. Oh, not even oh. nearly as cool. Mm, okay. Yeah. And committed them to the hands of the captains of the guard, who kept the door of the king's house. He's like, here, you hold it so that nobody can take it. Kill (laughs) anyone who tries to take it from you. Also, for anyone who wants to nerd out about this, we did cover a few bonus episodes ago that actually it would have been bronze at the time. That brass brass was not actually invented until a couple hundred years after this. Um, But yeah, but he replaced the gold ones with brass. Brass. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Uh, okay, so who kept the door? Yeah. It was so that often, that as often as the king went into the house of Yahweh, the guard bore them and brought them back into the guard chamber. <laughs> 
So like now, they, they brought out the shields every time he was around, and then put them and back then they when were he like, wasn't. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hate it. Oh wait, somebody just said that the message says that they cleaned the bulls out. Jeez, look it up. No, it just says they cleaned them out. It doesn't say anything about the bulls specifically. I still don't think they took the bulls. I think they were like, but we can't see their butts. I don't know what to do with this. But what you, is the no, point of this big bowl, basin? Then they could put the butts wherever they wanted. Yeah, but also Sean in the chat is saying if you could build the pyramids, you could move some bulls. And no, I for sure they could. I'm just it's saying they're true. like, but why? Get the aliens to move them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Get them on your side. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Now, the rest of the acts of Rohoboam and all that he did, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah? I don't know, book. I don't know, Bible. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet, okay? <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> They're really pumping up Chronicles. I'm getting Is Chronicles, Chronicles next after Kings yeah, after, yeah. After to Kings, the return yes. of the king? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> the little known story by J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> uh-huh. <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm almost done, I swear. <laughs> there was a war between Rehoboam and Jeroba- Jeroboam continually. <laughs> no. oh, gosh. Jerry, Jerry, it's Jerry Berry. Jerry, 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 yeah. Jerry Berry, Jerry, Jerry squared. Uh, Rehoboam slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers oh. in the city of David. They unplugged right. him and then his yeah. AI self was done. They're like, you're done now, you're done. And his mother's name was Nama, the Ammonitis. <laughs> Thanks. We know. Abby Jam, his son, ran in his place. Sorry, what? Abby Jam. Abby Jam? Abby Jam? No, Abby Jaw? Abby Jam? A B. It's Abby Jam, you're right. A M. <laughs> Abby. Jam. <laughs> jam. So here's what my if, jam. <laughs> what if it was a bi jam? No. Like a no, not a bisexual jam. Uh I mean Okay. I found a note. I found a footnote in the NIV okay. that says about this. It says Abijah and every other translation that I checked just now. Hmm. Well, no, like 50% say Abijah. And in the NIV, there's a little footnote that says some Hebrew manuscripts and Septuagint. Most What's a Septuagint? It's uh, the Greek version of the Hebrew Bible. There we go. In the Greek version, as well as some Hebrew manuscripts, it's Abijam. So, huh. and apparently this thing. So it's like most people agree should have been Abijah, but apparently some manuscripts like, it's Abijam. They really like jam. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. it's got to be it. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we're gonna move on to Kings fifteen. But before we do that, we would like to take a quick moment to talk about ways that you can support the show. And we're back. Okay. Continuing on with chapter 15. Now, in the 18th year of King Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, began Abijam to reign Nebat? over Judah. So we've just, we've committed to Abijam. We're just, that's, that's what it is now. Yeah, I mean, we're reading this book, like this translation. So we got to commit to what this translation says. Yeah. Three years reigned he in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Maacah, the daughter of Abishalom. 
He walked in all the sins of his father, which he had done before him, and his heart was not perfect with Yahweh his God, as the heart of David his father. Everyone always, always comparing to David. Yeah. Nevertheless, for David's sake, did Yahweh his God give him a lamp in Jerusalem to set up his son after him and to establish Jerusalem? Because David did that which was right in the eyes of Yahweh, it didn't turn aside from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life, except only in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. Oh, oh, only that little thing. Wait, 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 wait. What happened? Will you refresh my memory? That was when he had Uriah killed because Uriah was Bathsheba's husband and he had Uriah killed so he could take Bathsheba after he'd already taken her and slept with her. He did this one Little thing, but everything at else, least, you know, like that matter. Of, at like, least the writer's acknowledging it because so far up to this point, it's just been like David was perfect, he did everything right, and mm-hmm. God loved him. He and was like, great. Did he? At did least he they're know? like, he everything right except for you know, when he like murdered someone, yeah, <laughs> you know, it happens. Now, <clears throat> there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam all the days of his life, the rest of the whose life, yeah. Here we go again. Repetition. The rest of the acts of Abijam and all that he did, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of aren't Judah? They? Aren't they? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, it is weird to be like, aren't aren't they? Yeah. When, yeah. Riddle me that. Like, why is that happening and we haven't gotten to Chronicles yet? Yeah. Maybe the editors of the Bible should have put them the other way around. So we do Chronicles first, then this. And it's like, aren't they? And we're like, yes, we know. Stop telling us again. But now it's like, you know, we don't know. Are they? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But we'll know soon, in a few months. (laughs) Aren't they written in the book of Chronicles of the Kings of Judah? There was a war between Abijam and Jeroboam. Abijam slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. And Asa, his son, reigned in his place. Hmm. That's my grandpa's name. I didn't know that that was a biblical name. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew a kid named Asa once. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely I didn't realize. A biblical name? Wait, your grandpa's name was Asa? He had like six names. Yeah. Yeah. But but his what real his real first name was Asa. Asa, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh no, I'm not gonna give all of you the rest of my grandpa's names. You can steal my identity or something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the twentieth year of Jeroboam, king of Israel, began Asa to rune to rule to reign gosh, I can't read. This <laughs> apparently the sake is doing its job. To reign over Judah. Forty one years reigned he in Jerusalem. Wow. That's a lot longer than anyone else we've gotten so far. It's a long time. And his mother's name was Maka, the daughter of Abishalom. They've done that a lot in this yeah. this section. They're like, oh, and his mom's name was this. But We're not going to talk we about her, had her or give you any Maka. Yeah, we already had Maka. Maka is was this, already mentioned. Is this the original Maka? <laughs> Maka. <laughs> yeah, Maka, the daughter of Abishalom. Yeah, it says yeah. that sh- she was the mom of... <laughs> Abishalom? <laughs> oh, wait, no, a different a- guy. Abijam. Abijam. Yeah, okay. Oh. So we've just reiterating. She's still still his mom. We can't okay. cool. can't stress that enough. Okay. Is um, she going to be like important or like no? 
what i have no idea none of these names are names that i know it's not yeah do you recall this book no 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 this whole part no 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 just the queen of sheba but only kind of well and king solomon some stories about him sure mostly just the baby one over and over again i guess yeah but they got they got that over with really quickly yeah they did sort of front load that yeah definitely uh so 41 years reigned he in Jerusalem, and his, mother name, his mother's name was Makah, the daughter of Abishalom. Asa did that, which was right in the eyes of Yahweh, as did David his father. Oh. Oh, good job, Asa. Yeah. Well done. He put away the Sodomites out of the land and removed all the idols that his fathers had made. Also, Makah, his mother, he removed from being queen because she had made an abominable image for an Asherah. She was a Beyonce fan. Yeah. Well, gosh. I can't blame her, you know? So Asa comes along, is just a jerkwad that gets rid of everybody's Beyonce. Like, no, mom, no. And Yahweh loves it. And Asa cut down her image and burnt it at the brook Kidron. But the high places were not taken away. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was perfect with Yahweh all his days. He brought into the house of Yahweh the things that his father had dedicated and the things that himself had dedicated, silver and gold and vessels. Hmm. There was war between Asa and Baasha, king of Israel, all their days. Baasha, king of Israel, went up against Judah and built Ramah that he might not allow anyone to go out or come in to Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa took all the silver and the gold that were left in the treasures of the house of Yahweh and the treasures of the king's house and delivered them into the hands of his servants. And King Asa sent them to Ben-Hadad, the son of Tibramon, the son of Hezion, king of Syria, who lived at Damascus, saying, There is a league between me and you, between my father and your father. Behold, I have sent you a present of silver and gold. Go, break your league with Baasha, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. So he's paying him, paying him off. Yeah. To not be okay. friends with Baasha anymore. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ben-Hadad listened to King Asa and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel and struck Lejon. Ijen? Is it an I? Ijen? Maybe that's an I, yeah. Yeah. Ijen. And struck Ijon and Dan and Abel Beth and all Chinaroth with all the land of Naphtali. It happened when Basha heard of it that he left off building Rama and lived in Tirzah. <laughs> cool. Great. Cool. <laughs> that <laughs> seemed so like it was I leading just... up to be very exciting. And then. Yeah, I, I, I zoned on that one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't really know what happened. And who's this Ben Hadid character? Ben Hadad's the king of Syria. Okay. And he turned against Israel, who I guess he'd had some sort of ally with before. Okay. Uh, and so then, yeah, so he. Asa's plan worked. He got he got them off his back, and now they live in Tirzah. Then King Asa made a proclamation to all Judah. None was exempted, and they carried away the stones of Ramah and the timber of it uh, with which Baasha had built. Oh, so they dismantled 
the city he was building. Okay. Jeez. And King Asa built therewith Geba of Benjamin and Mizpah. Cool. Now, now the rest of the acts of Asa and all his might and all that he did and the cities which he built Aren't they written in Aren't the Book they? of Chronicles in the Kings of Judah? <laughs> Wait, okay, okay. Can I just point out that somebody, we had lovely David in the chat tell us that uh, the Book of Chronicles is not the Book of Chronicles? Ah, uh, crap. Is that what you said? Yeah, I've been ignoring it because I'm in denial. Well, okay. Because... <laughs> you said the Book of Chronicles mentioned here is not the one in the Bible. The one in the Bible is a reboot, not a source. It should be read at the end of the Hebrew Bible, not after Kings. Like Whoa. a remix. A, I like the idea. It's a reboot. For Chronicles. <laughs> yeah, it's a reboot. They're like this old story was cool. People liked it, but it, you know we need to make it a little grittier, <laughs> uh, a little more real. So Give they... them a dark backstory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. So it's like the 18th freaking Batman that they're doing right yes. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. More yep. uplifting. Okay. Huh. Okay, yeah. Uplifting. Mm. So maybe it's more like what? I don't I, what reboots have been more uplifting than the original source? I can't think uh, of any. I mean, definitely like the Christopher Nolan Batman was not as uplifting as like the George Clooney bullshit Batman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll we'll carry on. We'll we'll see when we get there. We'll Yeah, it would be interesting to treat it like a reboot and we get to recast everybody. For it, <laughs> that would be interesting. So we'll, we'll cast it and then we'll recast it, right? <laughs> Just for Chronicles, and that we'll like cool. save that for a reboot later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're all written down in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah. But in the time of his Allegedly. old age, in the time of his old age, he was diseased in his feet. Uh, Asa. Oh, oh. Asa slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, his father. And Jehoshaphat, his son, reigned in his place. Oh, Jehoshaphat, another one. Yeah. Nadab, the son of Jeroboam, began to reign over Israel in the second year of Asa, king of Judah, and he reigned over Israel two years. He did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh, and walked in the way of his father, and in his sin with which he made Israel to sin... Baasha, the son of Ahijah, of the house of Issachar, conspired against him, and Baasha struck him at Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines. For Nadab and all Israel were laying siege to Gibbethon. Okay. Oh, this is just so much back and forth, and and so many people dying, and just like... And also, like, people dying that we don't really care or know about. Yeah, just a lot of uh, people reigning and then dying, and we don't really know much about them other than their name. I do appreciate a story like Job, even though Job was, like, super long-winded. Whoa. But (laughs) at least we got to know him. We got to Mm. know him and his buds and all the people around him, and God and the devil and all of them. And... It was just a huge long chapter about them, not about these random people that we meet for like a hot second. Now, to be fair, I mean, they it is living up to its name of being a book about many kings because we're That's getting true. a lot of kings just boom, 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 boom. All right. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. yeah. A, king, a king a minute, as they say. Uh, they so, say that? <laughs> I, I was think... that written in the. Was that a. They do now. What is it? 
Yeah. A byword? No, a proverb? I don't know. A proverb. <laughs> uh, okay, so, right. So this this person, though, they also fought with Basha, who is the same one that uh, Asa was fighting against. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even in the third year of Asa, king of Judah, did Basha kill him and reigned in his place. Whoa, so Basha Nad- killed Asa? No, he killed Nadab. Asa managed to be A-OK and lived for a while until he had diseases in his feet and then he died. Okay. But Nadab was his competitor in Israel and he got killed by Basha. Dedeker, can you write that down? What foot disease would kill you? I'm assuming it must be like gangrene or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. Or it could even maybe. be like diabetes, potentially. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I wonder. You know? okay. I, I think there's a lot of foot diseases that could kill you, honestly. Right. At it's, this day and age, in this economy. Yeah. So yeah, Basha, this economy, for sure. So Basha took over, and it happened that as soon as he was king, he struck all the house of Jeroboam. He didn't leave to Jeroboam any who breathed until he had destroyed him, according Whoa. to the saying of Yahweh, which he spoke by his servant Ahijah the Shilonite, for the sins of Jeroboam, which he sinned, and with which he made Israel to sin because of his provocation with which he provoked Yahweh, the God of Israel, to anger. Now, now, the rest of the acts of Nadab and all that he did, aren't they written in the book of Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? (laughs) Unquestionably they are. Definitely. Drinking so much. Yeah. (laughs) There was war between Asa and Baasha, king of Israel, all their days. In the third year of Asa, king of Judah, began Baasha, the son of Ahijah, to reign over all Israel in Tirzah, and reigned twenty-four years. He did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh, and of walked in the way of Jeroboam, and in his sin, which he made Israel to sin. Oh, the bring end. back the male temple prostitutes. That was much more <laughs> exciting than this. That yes. happened for like a line, Dedeker. I yeah. know, I'm still longing for it. <laughs> And that's it. Okay, that was it. There we are. Oh, that's our episode. What a, what a weird time in the Bible. We started with this weird fever dream of like donkeys and lions and prophets yeah. kind of killing each other in indirect ways. And now we've ended up with this just this endless chain of people killing each other and reigning and then dying and being evil, but still reigning for a long time. And then we got this prediction about Josiah, but we haven't met Josiah yet. Maybe he hasn't been born yet. I don't even know. Can I just been odd? Can I just say that like the way in which this whole reading plan is set up is quite impressive because the last last week's episode that we did, which was also three chapters, it was so different feeling than this one. But these three chapters really fit together in terms of their tone and their feeling. So that was kind of cool. And I wonder. I mean, I'm sure next week's will be set up in a way that feels like it fits together as well. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but, but it's interesting that, that they do kind of seem to go together. Yeah. I remember so different than last week. Yeah. I remember when I was in high school was the first time I said about reading all of the Bible. It didn't last. I didn't make it very far, but no, actually before you continue, what inspired you at that time where you're like, I should read all the Bible because he wanted to be a, I was going to say a mercenary, but that's not what you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Because I wanted to be a mercenary. <laughs> a biblical mercenary. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you trying seminarian. to say like a seminarian? <laughs> yeah. yeah, ooh, Sean says a mercenary monk. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah. Like in D and D. Oh, I love that. Totally. Yeah, we'll go yeah. with that. One. That's okay. what I meant. Okay, what really inspired monk. you? <laughs> uh, you know, what's, I mean, okay, I mean, as a you know, as a good Christian boy, I, I saw that there was value in that, but then also I think that I had received a Bible that had some reading plans in it and was like, oh, that's a cool idea. I could do one of these. And didn't I didn't my interest didn't stay that long, so I didn't stick with that. But what I was going to say, Emily, is that one of the more popular styles of reading plans are ones that still take about a year. It's pretty much like any reading plan that's reading the whole Bible is almost always a year. Of reading every day. Yeah, uh, every day. Well, I mean, I feel like we should have another conversation about the fact that culturally with a lot of Christians, there's kind of this like devotional culture where you are supposed to be reading your Bible every single day. There's a big push towards quiet time. That's what it was called when I was growing up. Mm. It's like having quiet time. Was your mom like... Just- Go to quiet time. Read the Bible. It wasn't like time out. <laughs> you know, but this idea that every single day we sit down with the Bible and read something out of it, and that's what keeps you going. You know, so there's like kind of this devotional practice that every single day you're you're touching the material in some way. Right, okay. right. So, so yeah. So just like Daniel's saying in the chat right now, the reading plan, some variation of this that I see a lot is you read a little bit of the New Testament and some of the Old Testament each day, and they kind of mm. mix and match. And, and I think they'll usually try to read full stories, if not even full chapters over the course of a few days. And you're always reading more Old Testament than New, because there's just more of it. Yeah, uh, But that I think would be interesting to see sort of how they try to tie those things together. Whereas ours, it's like they're picking how many chapters we read each day, but we're kind of just going in order. So they're a little bit stuck in terms of how much they can do, which maybe makes it extra impressive that they're able to be like, "Mm, let's stop a chapter early here because in two episodes, I mean, two days, that'll make sure we can group these ones together. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I was growing up, I mean, in the market, in the market of Christian books, there's so many like devotional books, which are kind of like, they set it up for you, essentially. I know, so for instance, like I had a devotional book that was aimed at probably like tweens or something like that, where they give you like a little bit of a story, mm-hmm. like a kind of a parable relevant to the kids. Um <laughs> And then includes some like selections of Bible verses. Again, also probably like one from the Old Testament and the New Testament and probably Psalms or Proverbs. Right. And and then you go through that every single day. Sometimes they'd even have a specific date on them, mm. you know, so that you could go to the particular day. But kind of the idea of it taking maybe some of the slog or some of the guesswork out of trying to read your way through the Bible or read the Bible every single day. Yeah. Necessarily. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could wow. never get through a whole book of devotionals. I would get bored as a kid, even even with it curated in that way. Right, and the devotionals were never even really trying to have you read the whole thing. They was still just like highlights, like you would get, you know, in your Sundays going to church if they if they followed a lectionary or something like that. 
So I feel like the moral of the story here is you have to drink to be able to read the Bible. I do think that's because we one of are, the lessons. And yeah. we're getting through it. <laughs> this is how you get through it. This is how you cope. Well we, done, everyone. We oh, are. gosh, yeah, because can you imagine if we're reading this and having to take it seriously the whole no, time? No. Good Lord. It'd be no, hard. I do not. Yeah. It would be rough. <laughs> and you right. you just have to sit there trying to like reconcile that these are your heroes and they've done these horrible things. Like, yeah, that'd be challenging, no. I think. I'm glad that I can like talk to y'all about it and our beautiful listeners and have a spicy Mexico. Mexico is on fire now. <laughs> California is on fire. And so is That's this margarita. Yes. And so yes. Is this margarita. Yes. Wow. Okay, everybody, yeah. we have a very exciting thing right now, and that is that we want to give a toast to our newest patron, Danny. Danny, Danny, thank you for being a patron and for helping keep this show going. We're going to... There you go. Got some good audio for you of the tings. Thank you, Danny. Cheers to you. Woo! And uh, if you would like to become a patron and get a toast to you, to your, your own self, <laughs> you can go <laughs> to, to you pa- yourself. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Drunk Bible Study. And if you want to check out our live shows, like all of these lovely people here with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live to learn all about that. Thank you all for joining us for Drunk Bible Study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. That's a lot of alliteration. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. <laughs> Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Tenneka Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our th- theme song is <laughs> Book Club by Josh Nodden <laughs> from the album. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> try try that again. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh Nanan from the Rock. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Do you really try, want me to try say it again? Well? I want you, you to try it, it again. Okay, I'm not going to look at you. <laughs> Our theme song is Book Club by Josh Nanan from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblecity.com. You know,